Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, uh, we are going to talk a little bit about something that will hopefully be a treat to your ears out there. Someone throw the punch and plants it right smack on the mark. Someone's hurt. You kind of think it's you. You hang across the ropes. That's all you want to do. Then you look around and see your trainer's eyes dragging you to see it through. They say, remember, big boy, remember. that has become hugely recognisable in Limerick over the last 15 to 20 years. And Limerick Opera Festival is hosting various events throughout this year with its next on the 19th of August at the Bandstand in Kilkee, where so many Limerick people end up during August. And Ger Reedy from Limerick Opera Festival joins me now for a chat. Good morning to you, Ger. Good morning, Joe. How are you doing? I'm good. So, I mean, that's just one example of a song that very much has its roots in opera, Stand Up and Fight. Yes, it does. The Toreador song from Carmen. Yeah. And uh, mentioning that, um, the the very well-known local soprano, Jean Wallace, who has sang that numerous times in Thorman Park, he became a brand ambassador for the festival recently. She made. Um, she was on holiday in in Brittany, so we're trying to re-engage the uh, Limerick Campaign twinning. So we had the notion that she make a visit to the mayor of Campaign, which she did, with a gift and a letter of introduction from our mayor. So there's the possibility that we could be having a Catherine Hayes Gala tribute concert in Campaign in the very near future. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that, yeah. Ger, because there's a long yeah. relationship there between Campair and Limerick. And in fact, it only came up on the show in the last couple of days because we were talking about the Wild Geese Festival that yes. is celebrating the connections between Limerick and Ireland and France that's happening this weekend in Limerick. Yes. Happy Bastille Day, John. Yes, today is Bastille Day. Happy Bastille yes. Day to all yeah. our French Very friends. Good. 100%. And, uh, so that's a nice can idea. I, can I just say... Um, Congratulations to our honorary consul, uh, Lloyd Guillaume, and all his work. He's a great man. So, Ger, what you really are determined to do with the Limerick Opera Festival is remind us of our extraordinary history when it comes to opera, but also the fact that it is much more widely appreciated than might be known. Absolutely. Our motto for the festival is Opera for All, uh, as you mentioned, we're going to Kilkee. Um, 
on the 21st of September, we're bringing operatic aria performance to the South Hill Hub. In December, like we did last year, we're going to Mother Max Pub on High Street with operatic, operatic aria performance. Yeah, how did so, that go, by the way, at Mother Max? Um, it was freezing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was freezing, but we had heaters. The singers wore their coats. Mike Mac, uh, Mike McMahon, I should say, uh, put up a marquee on the, the back lid, out behind the pub. We had chairs seated. We were covered in. It was very cold, but three Saturdays in a row, and it was absolutely brilliant. And uh, there was a great good feel factor about it. And uh, Mike liked it, and Moretti, our sponsor, liked it, i.e. Uh, Heineken. And um, we're looking to do that again this year. Right. And the thing yeah. is, Jared, that uh, I know one of the reasons that you have spread events throughout the year is to try and engage as many people in the Limerick region as possible in opera. And, and again, it's part of the reason that you've gone to the bandstand in Kiki coming up in August. That's it. We, we like to, we want to keep people in touch with us and us with them. Um, next May, we're looking at um, a week long of maybe five or six events. But if we spread, if we spread the load, um, there's a possibility that we will pick up um, new audience, new people, advertisers and sponsors along the way, which, dare I say, has happened um, since we started two years ago. We've done very well. Our database has grown and people are aware of us and uh, it's very gratifying. And and, and, and let's just remind listeners again, we're talking to Ger Reedy of Limerick Opera Festival, of the many links between more modern music and opera. Let the songs begin
So Montserrat Caballi and Freddie Mercury of Queen there with Barcelona for the 1992 Barcelona Olympics. And it reminds me of uh, one of the best moments I've ever had in this job, Michael Carruth, who famously won a gold medal in boxing for Ireland at that Barcelona Olympics here in the studio. And I got to hold that Olympic gold medal and uh, something I'll always remember. Uh, and again, just underlines that connection. And of course, Bohemian Rhapsody, you know, it was operatic in nature from Queen, wasn't it, Ger? Absolutely. Like he had, uh, Freddie had a great voice. He could cover the range. And uh, we've all seen the films and the documentaries, but he had an amazing voice. And, um, well, it wasn't just him. It wasn't just Freddie that collaborated with Montserrat there. Um, Dolores Bono, they sang with um, Pavarotti. Uh, John Denver did a, a duet with uh, Placido. Back in the day, so I remind Dolores from the Cranberries. Was it Ave Maria she did with uh, him, or am I that wrong? What song was it? I'm nearly certain. I think yeah. it was Ave Maria, as far as I can remember. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, amazing. Oh. And it meant a lot to her, but I think Pavarotti enjoyed it as well. He really did. He really did. So the crossover has been amazing. And um, look, if we bring this to people, we went onto the streets with Operatic Aria two years ago. And we were down on Thomas Street at the side of Brown Thomas there. And the reaction from people. And there was a lot of young people came along and stood. And you could see them moving to the, the melody of the, of the tunes and songs that the lads were singing. And it was powerful. And that was a great day for us to bring it onto the street and to see the reaction. So that's what we're trying to do. And, and, I, and I was trying to, we were chatting about this in the office earlier, a couple of things when I was um, preparing for this chat this morning, noticed yeah. online that one of the uh, British papers describing the great uh, Catherine Hayes of Limerick uh, as the Madonna of her time. She was a massive star in opera. Huge. Absolutely huge. A young girl that was heard singing out in the back garden by the bishop uh, of Church of Ireland bishop at the time saw the potential she ended up going to Paris to study and she sung in all the main huge opera houses in Europe it's an incredible story so as the fellow says we have kind of latched onto it our Catherine Hayes Gala concert um, if we're lucky we will be able to perform that possibly in Austin, Texas, in London, and in Campere. The concert we had in April uh, with Gene Wallace, Amy Hewitt, and Irina Durnova. Uh, Liz Nolan did the narration. The, the soprano sang her music. Liz outlined her life. And after that concert, Liz Nolan said, said to me that that, that should have been recorded. Yeah. Okay, so we've, we're trying to take that and push that on. Great. And we also have a new project in the, in the mix for next year, the Catherine Hayes Young Soloist Project, where we're going to bring young soloists to Limerick, maybe 15 or 20, for a weekend, and finish up with a gala concert in St. Mary's Cathedral. So our name is synonymous with Limerick, 
and we were we were trying to get it out there. Right. Yeah. Well, it's like I can hear your passion for it all, Jar. And you know, we've chatted before on the show about um, operatic areas, uh, even on the dock road here. Oh, maybe I think it's about the fifties. I've been told. You know, it wasn't unheard of for you know the dockers to sing. I mean, it, the connections. You know, people think about the Munster thing and you know opera yeah. and rug- rugby, but it, it, the the roots of that are deep. In Limerick, and they're, as I say, much wider than people think. Too. Can I just ask, what are you going to do in Kilkee on the bandstand on the nineteenth of August? Finally, well, we have. Um, can I just refer you? You're talking about history there and the docker singing. Um, we have come into the possession of CDs of live recordings of operatic performance in Limerick late 50s, early 60s, during the Limerick Choral and Operatic Society week-long opera event. Okay? And we're endeavouring, there is a possibility that we will be able to get those remastered and maybe put them for sale. Fantastic. That's a connection to the link. But going back to Jean, Jean will sing uh, a mixed bag of operatic aria and uh, pieces from musicals. So right. we will appeal to everyone on the on the evening, on the, yeah. on the evening of the nineteenth of August and the bandstanding key. And, and by the way, uh, just for listeners in other parts of Limerick, when are you going to go to Ballybunion with this? We haven't decided yet. If uh, if Kerry win the All Ireland, we might venture. <laughs> Good man. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, stay in touch with us. We'll be delighted to uh, keep people up to date on what is happening. And uh, fair play to you and to the rest of the team there. I know it's dedicated team, volunteers, small team, the usual. Uh, uh, that's the way everything ultimately gets done in Limerick and around the country. Ger Reedy there from the Limerick Opera Festivals. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.